Hey, what is up? Welcome to yet another episode of Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark. As always, I'm your co-host, Brian Lofermento. And I'm Coach Mark. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about a Coach Mark favorite topic, which is gym memberships. Do you even need a gym membership? We're going to dive deep into this. Let's do it. All right, Coach Mark, you heard me preface this episode. I want you to lead us into this episode. How the heck do you feel about gym memberships? Yeah, um, I don't know if many people know that about me. I actually worked in a gym setting for six years in Germany, um, a fitness or uh, health club chain called Fitness First, um, and I really enjoyed it. I mean, this was pretty much my intro into the fitness world, and I will always be thankful to Fitness First for um, letting me join the, the, the big company, and um, I had so many different positions. I started actually um, as a floor coach, which means you're basically on um, the fitness floor and you try to help people, adjust people, um, coach people on the floor um, with appointments, without appointments. And then I was a membership counselor, selling memberships. I was fitness manager, club manager, assistant club manager, regional fitness manager, and so on and so forth. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I re what I really enjoy most about um, fitness club that size and it, it, you can compare it to 24 hour fitness la fitness uh equinox um you have thousands of members and it's like a community that's the best part about a gym um do you need a gym right now to go to get fit to be in the best shape of your life um you don't. Um, there's so many um, things that you can do at home, outside, outdoors. Um, and I'm in a big believer that you don't need a gym membership. Obviously, depending on your goals, um, if you're in, into bodybuilding and you don't have a home gym uh, where you have all the equipment set up, um, then you might need a gym, obviously. Um, and um, there's so many. And I want to talk about the different um, gyms that are out there right now um, and then compared to the home workouts uh, or the outdoor workouts. Yeah, let's let's dive straight in there because already as you're talking about gyms, I'm thinking to myself, you know, Barry's boot camp is big right now F45. We hear all these different things. Give yep. us the lowdown on that. Do you consider those gyms? How do those factor in? Should we mix those types of things in? Take it away. Yeah. So um, again, uh, there's different categories. So there's the big uh, health club chains like 24 Hour Fitness, um, LA Fitness, um, Equinox here in, here in the States. Um, and there's many others uh, around the world. Um, but the really boom right now is with the boutique gyms, which is more of a group um, setting, really small uh, gyms. Um, and you go into a class. Basically, um, if you take out um, the group fitness exercise room of a 24-hour uh, fitness, maybe a little bit bigger, put some functional equipment in, depending on the concept, like F45, they have equipment, yeah, they have dumbbells, they have TRX, and so on and so forth. There's Orange Theory Fitness, they have rowers, uh, they have treadmills, um, and um, Barry's Bootcamp, it's like a like treadmills, bootcamp style workout. So if you have this group exercise room, put equipment in, that's basically a boutique gym. And this is the boom right now. And um, I really enjoyed, again, what I said about the social setting. I believe people want to be part of something, something bigger maybe. Uh, and they want to feel connected. They want to 
talk to people after the class. They want to um, uh, talk to the coach. Um, and I think that the social setting, the social aspect of these gyms um, is the biggest plus next to the, to the workout um, itself. So what is your response then? Because it's something that obviously we hear all the time is people say, oh, I need a personal trainer because that's the only way I'm going to get stuff done. Or, oh, I need a gym membership because that's my time set aside. And in my line of work, Mark, I hear this from entrepreneurs who say, oh, yeah, I need an office because that's where my work is done. What's your yeah. take on that? So they, it depends on the type of the person, right? Um, uh, when I worked in the gym, there, there were so many different kind of people. Um, there's the person who hates group fitness exercises. Group fitness was was not the thing um, the person wants to do. So uh, they were on the machines, they were on the like on the, on the floor. Then there's the person uh, who loves group fitness. They will always be in a group fitness setting. They just love the energy. Um, and then there's the person who's really like, um, and most of the people that take personal training um, are usually the beginners to intermediate because they really don't know. They go in a gym, they don't know what they uh, can do there. They don't have a clear plan. Um, they just jump into the gym and try out this machine, try out this, um, do this exercise, and they really don't know and they don't go anywhere. And that's why they have a personal trainer to help them um, achieve their goals and really set a clear plan and a, and a clear regimen for them. So I want to shift gears a little bit then, and I want to talk about why you feel a gym membership is not necessary. And I know mm. that you personally don't work out in a gym. You do everything with bodyweight exercises. I think more frequently, I can find you in a public park on the grass than inside of a gym. So why do you feel that out-of-gym exercises are not only enough, but they are incredibly effective as well? How does that approach differ from having a, a traditional gym membership? Yeah, so um, there, there's so many approaches out there um, with apps, right, or with programs that are online. And especially it's funny that this time um, last year in the COVID times that still goes on in, in certain places of the world, not so much in Florida, but um, I feel like if you have a clear plan, right, if you have a program that you can follow, if you know what to do, why do you need a gym? I mean, you, your body is your machine. You can do anything with your body. Uh, the only thing that I would add to that to really leverage, to really get even in better shape is as a pull-up bar. And everything else you can do with your own body. And I believe... Um, there's a couple of tools. We talked about this before. The TRX, for example, that's what I use. But that's pretty much the gym that I need, right? Um, and it, I taught every single client like this. We always, we never, I mean, sometimes when it's bad weather, right? Like um, in, in, in Los Angeles, when it's really cold and it's a little bit rainy, which doesn't come often, uh, we went to the gym and then worked out there, but I never put them on a machine. Why would you put anybody on a machine? Um, you don't need a personal trainer for that to, to, get on a machine. I think um, any client that I taught, and it's it, it has been quite quite a lot of clients, doesn't matter in a group setting or in a personal training approach, it's around 7,000 people. I always went outdoors because you want to connect to nature. And then I give you the clear plan. You, I give you the workout. 
and we can do it from anywhere with you, just your body, maybe on a mat or not, right? Um, and and that's, that is my approach. I think that's all you need. I mean, think about this in sports, right? Um, how do um, like soccer players, I always come up with soccer players because that's my sport. How do they get fit, right? They're outdoors, they run, they do exercises outdoors, and they're in unbelievable shape. I think there's such a... Um, we are so, um, how do you say that, conditioned to believe, and especially this comes from the 80s with the, with the bodybuilding influence. We need that gym experience. Otherwise, we'll, we'll never be fit. And I totally disagree with that. All right. Two things, Coach Mark. First things first, you publicly outed us as weak because you said cold in Los Angeles in the same sentence. And now everybody knows that you and I both think LA gets cold, even when it's in the 50s. We complain about 50 plus degree weather. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> so I, that's the funny, first when thing. I, when I was in Germany, right, we, we worked out in snow. And now I'm uh, a little bit. Weak, yeah, now we're freezing in 65 <laughs> degree weather. <laughs> exactly. So the second thing I want to call out is, so for, let's take me, for example, when I walk into a gym and you know exactly what diagrams I'm talking about, I love how all of those gym machines have those diagrams that show you exactly which muscles you're hitting. And so for mm -hmm. those of us who, yeah, if I went outside, I wouldn't know how to target certain muscle groups. So I want to hear your advice there. But on top of that, I want you to address kind of the, the overcomplication of resistance settings and all these different settings on machines because you always say this. I've heard you say this a million times that your body is the only tool you need. Your body weight is the perfect weight to exercise with. Are you saying that body weight exercises are not only sufficient but superior to these fancy machines in those resistance settings? Take it away. Okay, um, I have to ask you now. <laughs> um, when you go on a machine, why would you? Why do you go on a machine? Um, I know you 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 see that the little picture, but what is that you get out of? Yeah, what, so what I would that, say. That as the non-personal trainer here doing this podcast episode, my counter argument to your points would be when I walk through the gym and I see those diagrams and, you know, it has the pecs or it has, you know, biceps or whatever those targeted muscle groups are. I'm just like, yeah, I'd like for that to be more shaped, more toned. That That's what I'm interested in. Whereas if I'm just outside, I, I don't know where to start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, totally agree. Um so I want to talk about one thing. When you when you see the diagram, right? You see the apps. Um, a machine usually isolates the muscle. There is no functional movement possible with a machine. It's going one di one dimensional. How often? And my question now to you in daily life: How often do we? do one-dimensional movements, isolated movements. How often do we, let's say, um, we, go, we, we sit on a machine and we pull something down? Again, that's seated, right? Um, how often do we do it? Or we stand up, we, we grab something from the ground and put it in a shelf, for example, up top. That's a function movement where we, we go into um, a chain of an, an, a compound movement where we use more joints, right? An isolated movement, we usually never do. And especially you are the perfect example, right? You, you are um, usually, now I know you have a, a, a standing desk, but most of the people that work in an office, right? They sit down. 
They work seated. And why would I put them on a machine that is seated again? I want to get them up. I want to get them moving. I want to um, um, do functional movements that can be strength movements, but we are compounding the move, compounding um, the movement and, and using different joints to get the people fit. And I believe um, when you work just isolated, it's just so restricted. Your body uh, never um, does that on daily life. Yeah, you, you use maybe um, certain certain muscles um, sometimes isolated, but really, um, usually we're we're working in in a muscle chain and. That's why I work out all all kinds of functional movements, right? Um, and that's that's my approach. There's different other approaches, but I believe um, you want to use your body and use it as a machine, and not just sit in. I, I saw it all the time. People come in, work all day, eight hours, ten hours. You don't want to sit them on a bike, or you don't want to sit them on on one of the machines because. Um, they never engage their core, then they never engage their legs, for example, or they go uh, into a leg movement, they never use their arms, then it's just um, not my approach. And I believe um, it's also pretty boring. <laughs> I must say. Awesome. I love it. So there's quite a few questions that I think could come up there, but it sounds to me as your co-host who is taking notes while you're talking, it sounds to me like we have to have an entire episode about more static movements and exercises mm -hmm. versus functional ones. So I very much look forward to going more in detail on that topic for sure. So all of you listeners out there, make sure you pound that subscribe button, tune in every single Monday and Thursday here on the Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark podcast. But Coach Mark, as we do come to the end of this, because it seems like we're just touching the tip of the iceberg, I do want to put you on the spot one final time to ask you, is a gym membership required? A gym membership is not required to get into the best shape of your life, but you need a clear plan and then um, just get a good program of a, of a trusted um, trainer, coach that you can follow um, and you can do it from anywhere. What I love about gyms in general is the social aspect. Um, that's definitely something that uh, you would miss when you when you uh, just work out by yourself or with a coach. Um, and that's what I love the most about. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark. Hopefully you're feeling fired up and motivated to get going. All it takes is just 30 minutes per day. Get your hands on Coach Mark's incredible free workout challenge or join him live for an online workout every single week by going straight to completethechallenge.com. Super easy to remember, completethechallenge.com. Don't forget, the key to results is consistency. Join us for the next episode of Everyday Fitness with me, Coach Mark, every Monday and Thursday.